radioinfluence.com. Welcome back to a new episode of the You're Not Wrong podcast, a podcast where a Gen Xer and a millennial talk about culture back then, culture right now, and mostly agree to disagree. My name's Elizabeth. I'm the millennial. I'm Nicole, and I'm the Gen Xer. And Nicole. Yes, Elizabeth. <laughs> so serious. We're from Tampa. I'm not oh, from Tampa. I'm from Tampa. You live here. <laughs> okay. And we were just having a conversation about the name, the Tampa, yeah, the city. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I've been here long enough. Yeah. What's your favorite place in Tampa? Really? Are you asking me this? Not like a specific location, <laughs> but more just like if you were like, oh, I really like this area. Wow, that's a great question. It changes. Okay, but right now. Um, right now. In this moment. In this very moment. Where we are together. Together right now, here. here in this present <laughs> here day. Is, in this minute. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to think of something after the show, but like the first thing that came to my mind was... Um, I like the Riverwalk. Really thought you were going to say Nebraska Avenue. <laughs> That's an inside joke. I'm not calling Nicole a streetwalker. No, no, no. I mean, there are some spots in Nebraska that I do like. Um, but uh, I like I like the Riverwalk specifically, like between um, between the convention center and and Curtis Hickson. I low key feel a little betrayed by that answer. Why? Because we were just talking about how they're gentrifying That's the whole really entire city. That's not really considered gentrification to me. That's like utilizing geography. I mean, you got okay. a, you got a nice geographical place. You got yeah. the river. Why not show it off? I'm thinking of that specific area you're talking about because of Curtis Dixon. No, no, no Curtis Dixon to the convention center. I will give you. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I'm not armor. You know the how rest I feel of it. Armature works. You know how I feel. Armature. I work. like now. This is not a diss on armature works because. I would love for them to. They can sponsor a, us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Change I our like, minds. We like Armature Works, right? For what it is. But it's sort of one of those places right now where everybody's like, have you gone to Armature Works? Yeah. Let's go to Armature Works. Yeah. Somebody's coming in, let's go to Armature Works. And he's like, it's great, you know, but I really like, I think Tampa is actually a very pretty place that people mm-hmm. don't really know that it is as pretty as it is or appreciate it yeah and i think that area between the convention center and curtis hickson shows that off really well i mean i like the green lawn there i like the museum that's there i like all of it yeah they did they they've done a really good job and um I think I just come at it from someone who lived in that area. I know. For the yeah. longest. I forget and that you're like a true Tampanian. Yeah, I and am. And you lived kind of I lived. The... I lived in the hood. Yes. Two blocks away from where Armature Works is yeah, now. Yeah, sure did. Which is very different than how it was when I was growing up there. It is? Uh, yes, it oh, is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> we, yeah, we all, everyone is laughing because of course it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I have like conflicting feelings on that whole i mean i think we all do as like your home changes yeah and then even like your specific block yeah like lin-manuel miranda wrote an entire play about that so did he yeah in the heights it's all about one block where you where you used to live i mean i actually like that it still has some of the character it 
But I know it's nowhere near like it used to be. That and also they I actually uh, met this architect uh, recently. He and I just met at a bar. We were having drinks and he told me he was an architect. And I asked of what? Mm -hmm. And he specifically does homes in Tampa. Mm -hmm. And he's done a lot in the Heights. Okay. And he's building like those big blocks not those modern ones i was like this isn't gonna work yeah they're weird (laughs) you'll be like riding down the street and it'll be like a little stucco house and like a little bungalow and then it's like this big mega block modern just a concrete box it's so strange i don't knock anyone who likes that i just think it it really does not jive with it takes away from the aesthetic yeah and the the city used to have like a historic um like aesthetic i can't remember what they call it yeah it was like colonial and stuff yeah and so when my parents built their house they had to kind of match nice the the look of the neighborhood that they were joining okay um this was in 04 so now i see and of course they're doing it to make more money and that's fine and it's because it's what people want and i'm for free economy and it's fine but it does make me feel sad because it's like Really? You guys have to ruin everything? I know. You have to ruin everything. I don't like that. What's what's your favorite part right now these My days? My favorite part, and I'm almost scared to say it because it feels like once I say it, they'll descend. On it? Yeah. And change it? Yeah. What is it? And they already kind of are, and it bothers me. What is it? And then they talk shit about us. Oh. The people from, like, from there. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> and we can, t- we can offline that. Because okay. I have a specific yeah. story about someone okay. we know. <laughs> okay. But um, my favorite part of Tampa is actually West Tampa. But yeah. not your West Tampa. I don't consider myself living in West Tampa. You know, what's funny is you I don't. don't. I don't. I live you in don't. North West Tampa. You live... You live in uh, west of Tampa. I do. Right? Yeah. But people not from here think that that area no. is West Tampa. No. Not realizing No, West that. Tampa's cool as hell, actually. No. It, it's got a lot of history. It does. And also, it's got a, like, you know, they're buying it up a lot now. That's what I'm saying. Like, it makes me sad. They're building. I haven't seen as many of those, like, modern homes as, as just regular yeah. homes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just got a lot of the older families are still there. Yeah. Um, it's it got still a lot of culture. feels like a part of, and when I say like a city, I mean <laughs> that like not every piece of a city, if you've been to any city at all, looks exactly the same. It doesn't. Everything, <laughs> it looks different. Can every, you imagine? Yeah. And there's like different people that yeah. look different and maybe, I don't know, speak different languages <laughs> everywhere. It's amazing. It's just like, what an Can interesting concept. And like, maybe we should just let them live. I don't know. Weird. No, Sorry. Sorry to go off go. on that tangent. But yeah. You so like West Tampa. I love West Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. You have to school me. I mean, I ride through there a lot and I see a lot of cool places that I like. I'm like, I should stop there one day. But I just I just haven't. I stopped a couple places. It's it's gotten to the point as an as a native Tampanian that I will not tell people spots anymore. OK. Because I'm like, if no. Yeah. Take the ones you got. Take the ones you took, and let me and keep let what me I have what mine are. Because right. you know, like, that. people are like, "Oh, where should I go in this?" And I used to be like, "Oh, the best Spanish restaurant is here, yeah. or this or that." Yeah, yeah. And now they're like, "Oh, where should I go for like good Cuban food?" I'm like, "Oh, you should go to the Colombian." Uh-uh. Yeah. No, <laughs> you should don't. go. Have you heard it's of the Colombian restaurant? Yeah, yeah, they have Cuban food. Oh, I don't. Do you have you heard of the Colombian restaurant? Have you heard of a Colombian? Or, <laughs> Not the Columbia, the Colombian. <laughs> Is it the Columbia? I literally I don't, don't know. know. I hate that place. 
<laughs> you really? literally cannot say you hate the Colombian. Colombia. Colombia. So it is. You're right. I'm like, fuck that you place. You cannot say that. That's like me saying or, I don't like Cuban sandwiches, which I actually don't. But Oh, I love see, Cuban look, sandwiches. I know. I'd be scared to say I don't tell it. people to go to my place. Okay. Because fuck you. No, you actually told me where to go. Yeah, but I like you. Okay. And I trust you. And I also, you know what? <laughs> I feel you though, because don't go in here acting weird either. No. Like, leave, let, leave these people alone because you're going to go in here and be like, what's that? The da, da, da. Like, don't do that. Just like no. be regular when yeah. you go into the place. Or then they come out and they say, which has been said to it's me. Yeah, good. No, they say, um, you know, I think that without knowing that this was one of my favorite spots, low key, they were like, oh, um, yeah, I just had a really bad issue in there. And I was like, oh, and they're like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that they were assholes to me just because I didn't speak Spanish. Exactly. And I was like, <laughs> right. I'm not saying that that can't be true. It very well could be, true, could be true. But <laughs> also, how did you walk up in here? That's what I mean. That's yeah. Right. That's, That's why I I'm would asking. tell people not I to know go this places. person. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I know you. You're like, you did not. Mm-hmm. You did not walk in there like yeah. a normal ass person. You came in here like a fucking weirdo, yeah. and you were surprised that they looked at you and you were. They were like, "Why is this weirdo in here?" Right, right. How I, do you want them to be? I totally understand what you say. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So you know, keep, favorite Tampa places. Keep Tampa, at least a little Tampa, please, dear God. Yeah, because let if me not, keep you something. Won't be able to recognize it. I'll have to move. But where? I don't know. There's I not, don't know. I don't and then I'll be that this, person. Um, yeah. Yes, and you then will. I'll be that person You'll in a new place. Like, yeah, like and they'll that? be like, Yeah, have you heard of Burns? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, Wow, what a great restaurant. <laughs> so, <laughs> so authentic. Yeah. There you go. That's cool. a nice some Tampa talk. Good to know. Good to know. So you know what? What? Is interesting. Um, are you someone that people go to for advice? Um I would actually say so, yes. Yes. Does that surprise you? No. Oh, okay. I think in probably your realm <laughs> that... <laughs> what? Because it's already started in a way that I feel like it's not going to be a compliment. <laughs> I am complimenting you. Okay, this well, This is wait. how I compliment people. Oh, wait and in see. In your realm, I feel like you, you have wisdom. People would look at you as having some wisdom. In your... <laughs> In your small community. No, right, right. In your millennial <laughs> ass backwards way, people would think. No, I think you I think you have good, uh, you make good decisions. Oh, well, You're thank good, you. good decision maker. So that probably makes you someone people will go to for advice. I appreciate that. It was in there somewhere, Jason. We just had to wait. It is. Um, would you believe that people think I give good advice? Yeah, why not? I call you for advice every now and then. Yeah, I think I give pretty good advice. I think if you don't, and I would say this about mine too, if you don't give good advice, like if it, not to say that it's not good advice, but if you don't give advice that they want to follow, you at least give a perspective that makes you think about it. That's all. Even I if you to don't do. like my advice, yeah, and I feel the same way about yours because you've given me advice before yeah, and you're like, that I followed, right. and some that I've been like, yeah, I ain't doing no, that. but it was yeah. a good. I, I enjoyed doing that exercise. The exercise, with you. Yeah. it's the exercise yeah. of it all. Just make you think, you know, mm-hmm. in a in a more critical way. That's how I try. I, first of all, I don't really want to tell people what to do, right? Because I am one of those firm believers that I don't have all the answers. No one does. I'm still learning, literally every day. Yeah. But I, I feel like I've lived enough now that. I can sort of give you some things to think about, you know? And so um, it's interesting because in in that same vein, do you think, do you, like, can you believe that people used to write 
letters into a newspaper and ask a random white lady. <laughs> no, not a random <laughs> white lady. Them advice. <laughs> um, okay. This is where I'm supposed to act shocked <laughs> and go cue the shock. <sighs> No, I can't. But um, yes, because I used to read the column every day. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. Maybe that's why I give good advice now. That might be why. Because you give I was good reading a columnist who would do this every day in the Tampa Bay in the Tampa Tribune. Oh, really? Who? It was Ask Abby. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, oddly enough, that's what we're talking about today okay. in the Gen X file. We're going like, to talk about. Not ask Abby, but dear Abby. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Ask, okay, well. Anyway, that's what that's what we're doing today. Should we get into the Genesis? Let's time? do it. I'm just gonna say uh-huh. this would be my advice to Abby from you know, it's been canceled. Like it is it does not syndicate anymore, right? Mm. Or is it still around? I think it's still around. I would tell her, look, girl, alliteration. We need to build a brand. Ask, Ask Abby. <laughs> Don't dear Abby. Ask Abby. Like when we it's were. Dear Deborah. I, it's <laughs> Ask not, Abby. It's dear That's Abby. Like, <laughs> it's dear Abby. It never was Ask Abby. I know. I believe you, but like, I'm. Like, do you see how my brain was just I'm like. I'm telling you, that's how better. I was with grifting. <laughs> I, kept, I was like, this literally is not what it is when it really was. You were yeah. right. No, I know. Yeah, but for some reason, my mind went. And I got a new one. Today. Okay. Rifting. <laughs> Rifting. I did say rifting. And I was like, I'm gonna let it go. I know. I have I'm having an issue. I need with coffee. That. I'm having an issue. But um the column is called was and is called Ask Sorry. See what sorry. you're doing to me? <laughs> Dear Abby. Yeah. Um, this was a column that was started in 1956 by um was it can I get because sure, I, I want to know if my how my memory is. Yeah. Is it Abigail Van Buren? Well, it's funny you should say that because, and this is a little history about okay. Abby. I love it. Um, that was her pen name. Okay, so yes. the column was Dear Abby. Mm-hmm. Her pen name was Abigail Van Buren, but her real name was actually Pauline Popo Friedman Phillips. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> This woman's name was not Popo. That was her nickname. Listen, this gets even more interesting. <laughs> okay, okay. Because, so, so Abby started the column in 1956 for the San Francisco Chronicle, right? Okay. Do you know that she had a sister? <laughs> what is, no, I Do you know who her know. sister was? Is it like Jackie O or something? Her sister was Ann Landers. Who's that? Who was also an advice columnist for the Chicago Sun-Times. So we're, okay, in this novel that we're going to write right I now. I know, it's yeah, literally it's truly, turning truly. and turning and flipping. <laughs> Days of our lives. It's so craziness. they're either rivals or they're the same person. They are not. That's the twist. They are twins. Ah! evil twin they are twin <laughs> oh sisters oh my god that was my third option so there was another columnist who i and, and when i was researching this i actually used to kind of like ann landers more than i did dear abby you it's don't even know about ann landers no because in the trip we got we got dear abby you got dear abby i believe that when i was growing up in the virginia pilot we may have had ann landers that would make sense because i was reading her mm-hmm. and so anyway ann landers was the first she started her column at the chicago sun times in 1955 her sister uh dear abby 
liked what her sister was doing. Damn. And went to the San Francisco Chronicle and got a column a year later. Is this like, did she steal her man too? Like, what the fuck? She did not. Okay. Abby was actually married. Okay. She was a housewife. She never worked. Well, she did know. She had a, she got a job. And isn't that interesting that like all these people were writing in to a woman named like Penelope Popo Friedman. <laughs> Pauline. About, <laughs> about the housewife. The housewife who, who doesn't have experience. But they were asking different things, I'm sure. They were asking different things. And so, I mean, so it, it's very interesting to me because this also tapped into something else I heard this week about not being able to give advice unless you've experienced it. Oh, Okay. Do you believe in that? Do you believe that, say, for example, you have a, um, excuse me, you have a, you're, you're married and you go to a marriage counselor. Do you believe you can get good advice from a single marriage counselor? Yeah, I actually think sometimes, sometimes, yes, going mm-hmm. through a situation helps, and mm-hmm. it, but it's all about a different perspective, right? And if you mm-hmm. haven't been through something, mm-hmm. you get a completely different, maybe more objective opinion. Cause like, I'll tell you right now, sometimes friends ask me for advice in like dating or something. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard to remove my experiences in I'm I'm also not a licensed therapist, right? but it's hard for me to remove my experiences. And I'll tell them that I'll say, look, this is just, it's hard cause this person might be different. For real, for but sure. For yeah, but yeah. my experience has led me to believe this, mm-hmm. and also fuck that guy. But right, right. It's hard to be completely objective, right. when you've gone through some things. But then I think, I think, I guess to answer this more succinctly, I think it's more about the person. Mm. Because when I go to advice, like there are people in my life who've never experienced shit. Yeah, and when they kind of tell me their advice, I'm like, you don't know mm. what you're talking about. <laughs> But sometimes there's other people who haven't experienced shit Mm -hmm. and then they give me a perspective and I go, huh, that was actually like really interesting that you would say that I hadn't thought of it that way. For sure. So I think it depends more on the person and how they how they kind of work through problems. Okay, which I I agree with you. I used to be hardcore. Like if you haven't done this, you Mm -hmm. can't tell me how to do it. But it's not true because I mean, even when it comes to things like children, I mean, I have people who don't have children who have said things and I'm like, you know what? I didn't think about it like that because I'm right. so deep in it. Yeah, exactly. So so I've changed my tune a little bit. And I think with this, with, with the Dear Abby stuff, I was a little taken aback about the fact that she had never worked. She was a housewife and like she just, I guess, was trying to keep up with her sister. <laughs> and then all these people trusted, yeah. you know, trusted her. She was, she was known for, as opposed to Ann Landers, who was sort of, giving more long drawn out answers uh dear abby was known for her zingers mm-hmm. so yeah. she was like very she could be very short with someone about what they should do in a situation yeah they weren't the the question would be like half the the column mm-hmm. and or more than half the column and then her response would be like a paragraph or two right like if i got something long i was like oh shit let me buckle or in. it could be a sentence yeah, no, you know it'd I mean? be very short. It'd be very short. So that's kind of how she built her success, sort of giving like very straight to the point, tough love responses. I went and looked back at some of the old ones and I was really curious about the ones from like the 50s, like the 60s. Oh, and are the we going to answer 70s. Them? 
I'm going to read some. Okay. And I would like to know your take yes. on what you may do. But again, there's they really reveal a lot about the social norms of America during that time. Sure, yeah, of I course. mean, you know, what I'm seeing in these columns is it's not a lot of diversity. Mm-hmm. Okay, first of all. <laughs> yeah, because it's like... Um, in 1950 US? Yeah, I don't have time to be writing into this damn Dear Abby, okay? I got to get my rights. For anybody who wasn't like, at, you know, a, a model. Exactly. Who did not have a lifestyle like Abby. They probably didn't have time. And they also were like, I'm not asking this lady. I got family that I'm going to go to or my my pastor or whatever. So the, the stuff that people were writing in tells me a lot about America at that time and her audience. Can I ask you something? Yes. Do you think, knowing what we know yes. about the U.S. and media now mm-hmm. in the time, mm-hmm. That there was potential for uh, black because it was if there was a minority at the time it was predominantly black. Yeah, there weren't as many Hispanics. Yeah, yeah. Um, for the most part, I mean, there you know there were there, di- it was yeah. broken down more. Like, sure, sure, sure. Jew, Italian, da 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 da. Yeah, but for the most part, it, yes. the majority minority black. black, white. Do you think that black people might have been writing in and had their names changed? No. To appear more white? Okay. All right. That's my wishful thinking. I mean, thinking. you know why? Again, I think, again, it was the time of, like, even to this day, certain groups of people just don't have time for this foolishness. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and they are you saying not everyone's on Reddit? <laughs> well, now we are because we have a lot more luxuries and stuff like sure. that. But back then, it was like, I don't have time to write to you about my wife <laughs> not cooking the meatloaf and wait until the paper comes out maybe 25 like or 10 cent to get it and wait look no i'm gonna tell my wife what i need to tell her or i'm not i'm just gonna cheat i remember (laughs) from when i was reading i feel like i remember it being a good mix of like younger like some teens yes there would be kids mostly women it would be mostly Mostly women women. and then some men some but mostly women and then young young wives young women college students moms older older men old women i remember old men there were some old men i'd be like jeffrey why are you why but you know what a lot of it oh my god a lot of them and i'm only gonna read a few but like a lot of them dealt a lot with being gay Really? Yes. There's a lot. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> there's a lot of like, this is the issue. Or, really? Maybe I didn't read the subtext because I don't remember that. <laughs> they are. They are. That's like men that are wanting to wear women's underwear. What? And, yes. And like a lot of it dealt with people not being able to be who they truly That's were. That's so weird. Okay. And then other ones, I am shocked by the level of like dysfunction in these marriages. Yeah, I remember those. That, that, that people are writing in about. I remember those and issues between friends like my friend did this mm-hmm, what do I do mm-hmm. and also like rarely but often enough like etiquette ones like yeah. I invited this girl over her husband sucks what am I supposed to do what am I supposed yeah. to do so I thought maybe I'd read a few and I sort of get your take as yeah. a millennial in 2022 versus like back then will we get what Abby said yeah I'll tell you what Abby said yeah, the, at least it's really not a solution condensed version yeah I know it's not it's not long they're not that long yeah. so the, the other thing is that some of her advice was terrible. I even as a kid, I remember thinking like, mm, I'm and I'm one. like, what are you talking about, lady? <laughs> anyway, so here's one that sort of gets at like the time 
the, the time period. This is from, again, I'm, these are mostly from like the 60s, like the late 50s. Early 60s. Through the 60s. Okay. So, dear Abby, about four months ago, the house across the street was sold to a father and son. Father and son in quotation marks. Or so we thought. Oh, no. We <laughs> later learned it was an older man, about 50, and a young fellow, about 24. This was respectable. This was a respectable neighborhood oh, good Lord. before this odd couple moved in. They have all sorts of strange looking company, men <laughs> who look like women, women who look like men, blacks, whites, Indians. Yesterday, I even saw two nuns going there. They must be running some sort of business or a club. There are motorcycles, expensive sports cars, and even bicycles parked in front and on the lawn. They keep their shades drawn so you can't see what's going on inside. <laughs> but they must be up to no good or why the secrecy. We call the police department. For what? <laughs> and they talked. They asked if we wanted to press charges. Girl, no. This is the time period. I know. They said unless the neighbors were breaking some law, there was nothing they could do. Abby, these weirdos are wrecking our property values. How can we improve the quality of this once respectable neighborhood up in arms? Wow. Wow. Can you there's believe a lot this? to unpack there. Um, uh, do you have the year for this or just generally it, it's that time? Um, there. This is from an archive. Okay. I think this was like 1957. Gotcha. Um. See, it's funny that we talked about Tampa earlier, which is a weird way to start this, but can't stay with me. <laughs> okay. Because um, I remember in my neighborhood, which we established was the hood, mm -hmm. that like when a gay couple moved in, we were like, you were happy. We're going to clean up the neighborhood I know, now. I know. Get ready. That's Our property values are going up. That's an asset to a neighborhood these <laughs> so days. So this is bizarre. Isn't it, isn't it crazy? Weird? Yeah, it's this, crazy. That's what I mean. All, these, you're, you're just going to be like, wow, the world has changed. I, it really has. Because like, you know, I if if a friend of mine said this to me. Yeah, if a friend called If a friend up. called me and said, look, Elizabeth. <laughs> There's two guys. <laughs> living together and they've got like, people coming and going okay can i come it sounds like they're having ragers what did you think they were doing what do you think they were doing uh first thought orgy okay do i care no no right i don't yeah as long as like it's not, it's not on the spilling lawn out into the front yeah exactly as long yeah. as it's not on the lawn and they're like, like blasting music all night which these people weren't right or like bothering the neighborhood mm -hmm. if it's just sports cars and yeah. like people Bicycles. dressed as nuns i'm I gonna know. guess i don't yeah, think they were nuns I, I know um then no i don't i don't care at all um and that's what i would tell someone but no now oh now that's she's said, got to go into that's her said, look if a friend called me i would be like um mind your own fucking business okay but then i would say if they were if they're gonna call the cops i'd be like you're fucking crazy do not call the cops people <laughs> don't. on people who are like literally Just living, living in the their home yeah. and like having people over who have legally bought a home yes and live there yes you cannot call the, there's nothing to press charges about right however that's the said, origins of karen if my friends and i wanted to start a game where we would guess what they were doing. <laughs> I'm so for neighborhood gossip. So let's discuss. Who did you see? Did, like, keep me on the update. Like, yeah, yeah, who did you yeah, see today? Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. But other than that, I don't care. Okay, well, it's interesting you say that because Abby didn't either. You know, I kind of feel like that is what she would say. She was like, dear up in arms, you could move. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. 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 I like that she did that, right? Mm -mm. That makes sense. And people probably laughed. 
Well, you I know? don't know because we don't have comments during that No, time but what period. I'm just saying is like, she clearly kept doing these. So like, probably people thought these were really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now this one um, is really interesting. Uh-oh. The response that she gave, right? Oh no. I don't know what to think of this. I'm not, I'm not I'm ready. Gonna, I'm gonna give my two cents about, cause there's a little pattern with Abby in these, in these okay. kind of situations. So apparently somebody had written in um, saying that uh, they, it, they wrote in, theirs was called Troubled Out West. And she basically found out that her husband was gay. Okay, how? I don't know because I don't have that one. Okay, But gotcha. this is another person who wrote in regarding that letter. Okay, and she says regarding the first letter. Regarding the first okay. letter, so kind of a comment. Sorry, it's a comment. Yeah, it's a comment. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. comment. So, but they did it in the form of a column. So she says, "Dear Abby, I read um, with an aching heart the letter from Troubled Out West, who was married to a homosexual, because that's what they said back then." <laughs> um, she has my heartfelt sympathy. I have lived in her situation for 20 years. The first 10 trying to make it work and the second 10 in hell. Because of the possible publicity attending a divorce, plus the fact that I could never have supported my children alone, I stayed married to him. But the price is almost too much to bear. If Troubled Out West is still young and has parents or someone to help support her children, my advice to her would be to get out and never look back. If she thinks things are bad now, wait until he gets older. Her daily lot will be humiliation, loneliness, and fear of exposure. And she'll never know the luxury of being able to confide in a living soul. As Trouble no doubt knows, the homosexual is a crippled personality in other ways than sex. This is not textbook talk. I've been there. 20 year stretch. Sign 20 year stretch. Okay. So then um, Abby says, dear stretch, if, as you say, a homosexual is a crippled personality, who can blame him? All his life, he's heard that he's a sick, perverted, abdominal, loathsome creature or some kind of freak. He has had to live life like a criminal much of the time for fear someone would find out about him. He feels guilty for having failed his family. Is it any wonder the suicide rates for homosexuals is so high? So the first thing about this is (laughs) like... Where is the, why are you still married to? Well, she said it because of the finances. But also like the public, what did she say? She says Ridicule the publicity and- attending a divorce. It's like, yeah, but you've been married to somebody that's gay for 20 years. Like why didn't Abby at some point say you should take your life into your own hands and leave them? Is that not the appropriate thing to say? I think in that case, when you have someone, because I was thinking this, I was thinking about it too before you read Abby's response. And I was like, my response to someone who is actively going through it would be, yeah, you should leave. Right. But she was still going through it. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I think like at that point, she's clearly made a decision. And you can tell by the way she's talking that there's nothing that's going to change your mind. True. So she's just, she's telling someone else to do what she didn't do. Yeah. And there's really no reason to write in for that. Like, I know. It's basically like she's basically sobbing about her situation that she has not changed. Right. And so in that case, like, hmm, that sucks. Must suck for him, too, to have you as a wife. I know. Yeah. It's like, come on. What are y'all doing here? Yeah, no. 
Okay. I, I agree with Abby on that. Like, cause she's not changing her mind. She yeah. just wanted to complain. And you, you're scared of public ridicule. But, but then you a- write into a column. <laughs> like, okay. We talked about anonymity yeah. a while ago. Yeah. So like, I mean, I'm sure it's the same principle, but also like, girl. It, it, it just, it, it's odd. And I think I, I'm thinking it's odd because I've read a couple more where there was never uh, Abby saying, leave them. I have what? some sympathy in the, in the sense of like, obviously women didn't have the Doesn't chances mean, yeah. and the rights. Cause I mean, people, women couldn't even get a credit card or, or property. Have a property or a loan, like anything like that until the seventies. Yeah. So for the listener, the context here is like, yeah, you are tied to that You're man pretty stuck. for the money. And if you leave, you are kind of screwed. But now, also it's been 20 years. How old are the children? And I, well, and here's the thing is also you have to, cause I was thinking to myself, like if it was me, what I do, I would probably, well, and, well, child support and alimony weren't as strong then either. No, no. Because you weren't supposed you to get divorced. a lawyer to get it. But I was that. thinking like, would I be able to open my marriage knowing that I will never have a successful relationship with my husband? I but, think, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, but I don't know, like at the time, I mean, shit, honestly, that would be hard even now to do it for would myself be. It would as be. a person. It would be hard for me to be married to someone and not just divorce them. Right. But- at the time, I can imagine it's probably even harder because they're even more, you know, more more about marriage being like sacred. Sacred. So yeah. I can see why she feels stuck. Yes. Oh, for, of course. I mean, that's but, what people go through these days too. Yeah. So but, I but sympathize with her a little bit. I do, but also like, okay. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> you could have found another man. You know, potentially a straight one. Um. What was I going to say? I think I lost my train of thought on it. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, it's okay. I mean, I I just would have liked the mention of at some point in there, the mention of saying, well, it's not a good idea if you are with someone that you know is never going to be able to love you the way you need to not be with them any longer. I think as you're giving more of these responses, I must have it must have been like someone else who was under the pen name of Abby. Cause now I think about it. I mean, it was like, Oh, four, Oh five, Oh six that I was reading these. So like, there's no way that that bitch was still answering. No. Oh, I forgot to tell <laughs> you. Is she plot twist? I knew there was one. I forgot to tell you this. I'm glad you said that. You can't have twins doing the same job. Guess what? They know there were, there were twins. No, I, but without a plot twist. So the original dear Abby died in 2017 at the age of 94 after having Alzheimer's, her daughter took over for the mother. When? In 2017. She'd been doing it earlier than that. Probably. If the woman had Alzheimer's, yeah. yeah. Jane Phillips continues writing it. Yeah, okay. And that makes so, sense. So because it's the, still out today. It's different than how I remember. But see, it was a little longer. Yeah. she Jane Phillips actually gives more advice. Yeah, that makes and, sense. And she... I believe Jean would have said in her response to that. Leave. I understand that you've stayed for these reasons, mm-hmm. but here's how you should be thinking about this. Right. Again, the evolution of just like mental health, self-care. Like, I think it's obvious as you see the responses change, how we've changed and how yeah. we've thought about things. But yes, I mean, in the, in the, in the mention of an open marriage, I mean, I believe that there's plenty of people who do that for mm-hmm. that very reason. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and they, and they make it work. And they make it work. It's okay? not for me personally, but other people make it work. They do for yeah. that very reason. Sure. So anyway, here's another one that I thought is 
Very interesting. Okay. Um, Dear Abby, I am a respectable widow with many friends, married and single. Being alone, I try to lead a busy, well-balanced life uh, to break the monotony of being only with women, women, women. Oh. Occasionally, I have a lovely dinner party and invite my married friends. They always seem eager to accept, and I am told I am a gracious hostess. These people also entertain at evening parties at their homes, which would be such a treat for me, but I am never invited. Instead, I am invited to their afternoon luncheons with women only as a way of reciprocating. Please print this. Perhaps these wives will recognize themselves and do something about it. Signed, Long Beach. Chris. Something like that. I can't see this cut off. Oh, so. Okay. Um, is it, is it, was it only appropriate to have like married people around married people? I and believe single so. people around single people. I do believe so. And if you're a woman, it was more normal to be around women. Only. Which frankly, what, I would have like lost nightmare. my damn mind. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's a nightmare. <laughs> I love, I love hanging out with my girlfriends. I yes. do. But like, you know, it's nice to have men in your life, whether you're single or dating. Yeah, right? Like I have yeah. my brother for a nice male perspective. I've yeah. got guy friends. You need the you need dad. the masculinity. You do. Okay. You need the <laughs> you masculinity. Do. You do, man. I've yeah. been on girls trips with many women before, like sorority not style too, things. And I'm like, be that many. oh, my God, no, I'm going to die. It's, it's not, so it's many. Of, it's too much. Yeah. I thought this also did um, sort of put a lens on the past. I think this probably still continues to some degree today. Oh, sure. Especially in like maybe more conservative communities. Um, And and so Abby says um, to Long Beach, there's an old French proverb, proverb, which goes something like this. A man isn't likely to look under the bed unless he himself has hidden under a few. It's a little cryptic. But I think what she's basically saying is like they're not having you over their house because they don't want you screwing their husbands. Oh, I thought it was like a don't throw stones at glass house. Not for her, but like if he's not going to look under the bed, if he hasn't, it's because like (laughs) because basically what she's saying is someone only knows to look for trouble if they've had that sort of trouble. Okay. Right. Okay. And so. It could also be about the wives because this is a French proverb. So it's a it's she quoted it. I'm assuming right. the wives don't want her over there. The wives because their husbands have messed around before or because they themselves look. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, OK, why? Because like, I'll be honest, if I had a friend who was a widow and she wanted to come hang out with me, and my husband, I mean, not all the fucking time, obviously, because yeah, like, that's here? weird. <laughs> but like, I wouldn't have no problem inviting a girlfriend over to hang yeah. out with me and my boyfriend yeah. if, you know, there wasn't a problem or if I didn't had not seen a problem before. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With even myself. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what she's saying. Okay. But that's also cryptic as shit. But this wasn't advice, though. No, she was just saying, here's yeah. something that you need to print to let people know. Right. Um... So, all right, maybe a couple more and then we'll and then we'll be done. Um, okay. I this one I also was like, Abby, girl. <laughs> but maybe I'm wrong. Dear Abby, my husband passed away. This is about widows. Dear Abby, my husband passed away about four months ago and left me with two children, both in high school. 
His best friend, a bachelor, consoled me in my grief. I really don't know Ayo. what I would have done. <laughs> I'm with- sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt, but you said that, and me and Jason looked at each other. Oh, <laughs> did he now? You know that used to happen a whole lot more. That like the brother would take over. The- yeah, yeah, I know. I that's know. biblical. Well, you know what? When you don't know that many fucking people, hey, <laughs> like, bring him in. He's similar. Sure. He, he, they he, got the same I DNA. Know I'm attracted to yeah, him. <laughs> they got the same DNA. They it's look not alike. A far fetched no, idea. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. So this. I, this is like it's so old school right <laughs> anyway sorry so the, the so the he, he best friends me in my grief okay. I really don't know what I would have done without him mm-hmm. I bet uh-huh. just figured it out but anyway <laughs> we lost our heads and now I am pregnant yeah no shit I uh, 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 I was told after my last child was born that I couldn't have any more. So I can't imagine how this happened. Anyway, this friend says he loves me, but he doesn't think it would look good if we got married so soon after my husband's death. If we wait a full year, that will take me into next November and the baby is due in September. No shit. So what should I do? <laughs> what you should do is you should, I, like he needs to, I, I'm saying this for the time period. I, okay. He needs to marry oh, I was kind of thinking, just what should a person do in general now yeah i would be like girl what the fuck well people don't have like that that urge to get married now they don't need to uh-uh, get married uh-uh. but i would be like if you want to be with him who cares what your family thinks yeah and if he has a problem with it he probably doesn't want to be with you i would say if you want to have the baby have it but don't necessarily think you have to get married to the man well yeah, but I'm 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 saying this and nowadays, assuming that she wants to be with him, right? Like they want to maybe just be a couple. Yeah, not be married. Just in general, they want to be a couple be together. And he's like, "It's too soon since my best friend since, died." Oh, and I'm like, "Oh, it's too soon it. from yeah. your best friend dying to go public, but, but not, not too to soon sleep to sleep yeah, with her." Yeah, yeah. Fuck off. You want to be with her, or you don't. True. And so that's what I would say to a friend, and I'd be like, you know, I'll support you either way, but. Um, dear Abby said, if this friend intends to marry you, the sooner the better. It mm-hmm. won't look good no matter what you do. But the longer you wait, the worse it will look. And she's exactly correct. I just, I don't know. I guess. She's right. Because if she has the kid out of wedlock, he's <laughs> not going to marry her. It's just such a crazy thing. He's it's like, not, now we got to get married. You screwed the best friend. You got pregnant. Now you got to get married. I mean, what? Right. But we're talking about like. 1960. We're talking, yeah. So I'm just saying, Specifically. like, but I don't think I think the adage is still true. Like, you either want to do, especially with men. This yeah. is my personal opinion. Men either want to do something oh, or they don't sure. want to do it. Oh, so for sure. if he's giving you an excuse, Jason, yeah. what would you say? <laughs> what would you say, Jason? <laughs> he's giving me an eh. He might. What do you mean? He might actually want to be with her, but it's there? just too fast. Yeah, but it wasn't fast. It wasn't too fast to screw her. No. It's not. Wow, Jason. The yeah. silence speaks volumes, yeah. Jason. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's saying it without saying it. That's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying that, you know, I mean, the breaks now. You're pregnant. I know, but again, and, and that's what I'm saying. You don't have to get married because. Assuming she's keeping the child, she yeah. doesn't have to get pregnant, but everyone's going to be wondering who's the dad. I think it's fine to say this is the dad. I would be. But we're not married. And we're not getting married because he doesn't think it's time. <laughs> or I, I, I don't know. I'm confused it's complicated. It's, it's complicated. complicated. So like maybe one more. Okay. This is just a little funny one. Okay. Remember you were saying like men 
were writing in yeah, yeah. right about like weird stuff. So the the headline of this one is this country needs more wife spanking. You know, before you read that, I was thinking <laughs> to myself to something fun and nice a little bit. But I was also thinking to myself, like, man, I feel so bad for men sometimes because I feel like they really can't like be vulnerable and ask for advice. This um, is the kind of stuff. And then you said that. And I was like, OK, OK, recalibrate so go that deep. Recalibrate. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. They don't go that deep because they don't even care what anybody else thinks. They're going to do what they want anyway. Sometimes. Dear Abby. If you read the papers as well as write for them, you saw the article about the judge who gave a husband permission to spank his wife when she needed it. All I can say is it's about time. I was beginning to think the women were taking over the country. If more men turned their wives over their knees and showed them who was boss, society would be in better shape. Spanking should be legalized everywhere. One man's opinion. Now, what Abby said probably wouldn't fly today either, but for other reasons, she's like, dear man, there are at least two things wrong with the legalizing of wife spanking. Number one, when does a spanking end and a beating begin? Number two, who is the final authority on when a wife needs a spanking? When she repeatedly put starch in your um, collar or paste his mother's or what? Paste his mother in the face with a coconut cake. What is pace? Oh, I think she means like a throw it. Yeah, like when you do with the, oh, like on this TV. Old language. I know. Or paste his mother in the face with the coconut cake. Sorry, but spankings are for children. She's right. <laughs> unless, <laughs> unless. Oh, they're requested. Oh, <laughs> I agree. In which case, I then, agree. You know, consent matters, guys. I agree, but just. The time period of Bro. it all, the era of it all. Sometimes you gotta read shit from this era to remind yourself, like how, how far, far we've, we've come. come, Jinx. How far we've come. Because um, I feel like, like every now and then, I do read a lot of period, like period specific literature and stuff. And you kind of do have to put yourself in the mind frame of like, well, this is how it was. I can't just sit here and write it off and say that's crazy. That I have to give like that. It was like that, and these people are making decisions based on how it was like, like we are right now. Like we are right now. And someone may look back at us and say, well, you guys actually did that. Why don't you just do this? Exactly. It's like, that's not how how it lived. It's not how it lived. And I think having like my grandmother, who's 87, definitely always reinforces that idea because, you know, the things I've done in my life are things that she could never imagine doing. You know, and even that's like two generations separate. I know. This was in the 60s. Right. And that's like, that's like, you know, when my mom was born, like before my mom was born, Mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah, man, we've my father was raised during this time. He wrote that letter. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, but like he was raised amongst that atmosphere. Right. You know, there's there's plenty of men walking around right now who were raised amongst that atmosphere and women who are our grandmother's ages or maybe even younger mm-hmm. who also were raised as young women during that time period. Yeah. So it's almost like you have to let people like grow and change and adjust their perspectives. Like what a novel idea. Ooh, that's <laughs> foreign. Anyway, I'm glad that things are different now. Yeah, no shit, dog. Like, but I mean, wild. there's some things that still still are fucked up oh in the game. God. I mean, of course, and there always will be things, but that's human. 
at least I don't have to worry about a man spanking me. No, because unless requested, unless I ask you, because if not, we're about to be brawling in here. Don't 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 try to put me over your knee and spank me unless I I might not get you right now. But I'm gonna get you. But don't fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no spanking (laughs) unless we ask. (laughs) So anyway, that was your next files. Yeah, that was fun. It's kind of like, am I the asshole? But like. The even weirder version. Very strange. That was bizarre. Jason is uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) I am too a little bit. And I don't even know why. But whatever. Do you uh, have a you're not wrong? Do you have a you're not wrong? I do. You want to go? Sure. So in this you're not wrong, we're going to do things a little bit differently. Normally you're not. (laughs) Who authorized that? I did. It's my you're not wrong. Um, So for this you're not wrong, we're going to do things a little bit differently. Typically it's things that let's say unpopular opinions things that you're not wrong about even if everyone wants to tell you you are you're not wrong however this time around i have a couple updates from some things that have happened that we've talked about on this show that i think are important for us to just we don't need to get in depth okay but i just want to give you the update all right and get your perspective right okay so the first one is we talked about a couple weeks ago lizzo had to change the words of her song because she had the word spaz in it yeah Right. Well, I'm sure you heard, mm-hmm. but was like last week. Yeah. yeah uh, one of Beyonce's songs yeah. also had the same word and they did take the song down. Correct. Right. She took the word out. She took the, well, they took it down. They put it back yeah. up without the word. Yeah. yeah. She gave in. So personally, I wasn't for it for Lizzo and I'm not for it with Beyonce. I think, and I don't like him necessarily i think he's kind of a douche but trevor noah i thought had a really good um monologue about this Hmm. watch it if you're interested the point the point was essentially that this vernacular is used in australia yes and these are two black women in america yeah and so australia where the word spaz has been used for something else for the longest time yes it's called language and so to not (laughs) even give you know it's it's basically words have context or meaning in context depending on where you are right and how you use it and one example he brought up is a word i wouldn't even really i would not say which is you know in the uk bag exactly for a cigarette so are they gonna stop saying it right now everyone knows that the n-word has always been shitty right this is not a good word you shouldn't use it it's never had any other meaning unless you are black sorry sure but my point is it's (laughs) never had any other meaning accept that yeah okay yeah and so if a rapper from the uk uses that word that i don't term care where for you're cigarette, from it's different if, than if someone from australia uses the n-word right yes we can agree yeah so, that one means pretty much the same no matter where you are everywhere you are yeah so basically i think i i know this might upset the beehive but i don't agree with beyonce changing this i think if anyone could have stepped up and like said stop the madness it was her and that's not what happened it was so. a lost opportunity it really was to have an actual nuanced discussion on this you know what i am not surprised she changed it me either and and then mainly it's because like i feel like beyonce really does just want to bring some joy Mm-hmm. to people's lives with her art sure i mean at this point yeah sometimes you know, she has in the past sort of been like, no, I'm bringing this to you to kind of upset you and make you think. <laughs> right. Right. But but that's not typically her. Mm-mm. She's typically like, I'm just creating the art to bring to my people 
to, to get you through some crazy times we've been going through. Right. And I think that's what this album was about. And I don't think she wanted to take away from it. So she just acquiesced. And that's fair to a certain degree. Because, like, when you are the artist, you don't want these controversies and this bullshit to Unless get in the way. Unless you do. But generally. Yeah. Like, how you said, like, I can see why she wouldn't want to yeah. do it. But at the same time, it does make me a little sad because it's like, Lizzo, I'm sorry. I like Lizzo. I enjoy I'm her music. I'm a fan of I, I enjoy her music. I want to, but she don't make enough. <laughs> That's fair. That is fair. <laughs> um, I like her music, but her as a person, yeah. she's not sticking up for anything. She's you know? not. She's too... She's too whatever people want her to be, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, She will do whatever makes everyone happy because she's inclusive and that's honorable to a point. I agree. However, with Beyonce, she could have had a chance. She didn't. It's okay. I get it. But it just it makes me think. Go watch the Trevor Noah thing if you're interested. It's a great his all his points are on point. Okay. And I don't even like him. Well, I have to watch it now. Yeah. So anyway, that, that happened. One. And then also what? big news. Oh. oh my God. I'm so excited for this. This is going to be annoying. OG listeners will know this, but anyone new won't. I am on the Demi Lovato stand train. Yeah. I can't help it. I'm strapped in. We're going off the cliff at a hundred miles an hour and we're just here. Oh, brother. Now, if you recall years ago, people might not know this. You do because <laughs> we've talked about it. Demi Lovato changed their pronouns from... Now, notice I said Demi Lovato changed her pronouns. Yes, you did say that. From mm. she, her to they, them. Then quiet. And this was a big deal. Yeah, I remember. It was a big deal. And then she had a whole video about it. It was a big thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she went on a ghost hunting adventure, which is not necessarily important to this conversation. <laughs> but I think I, sh- I do need to bring up. OK. And then after the ghost hunting adventure, secretly, mm. quietly, secretly. Yes. Quietly. She added back the she, her pronouns to her bio. So she was now they, them, she, her. You could use any pronouns you wanted other than he, him. So <laughs> then in another statement, she has. Co- I love when people like come out, then go back in, then come back out. <laughs> it feels like a revolving door. Yeah. And I haven't personally had to do it. So like no judgment, but it is entertaining as shit to watch. So, yeah, she's come back out now. And she has said that she is now just she and her. No, they No they them. And honestly, as of time of recording, that could have changed again. So if I am now out of date on whatever her pronouns are, I apologize. But who can keep up these days? That's why <laughs> I'm not doing this. I love her. I'm not doing this. I love her so much. I'm not doing this with she Demi. Crazy. No, she's crazy. I'm not crazy. doing this with her. I'm really not. I love her. From day one, I was not doing this. She's nuts. And her last, and and I mean that in like a loving way. Uh huh. But she, her new album is like rock music, which I've always said that adult Demi Lovato needed to put out like a punk album. Okay. She, her one, her first album on Disney Channel was a punk album. Oh, I didn't know. She that. was like the only Disney girl who was doing punk music, and yeah, that's when I was like, oh. Fuck Miley and Selena. You like Demi. I want this. I want this punk music. Okay. Um, and then she kind of went pop, but now she's back to that. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. Girl has lost it, but we can't say girl because she is a her, and that's where we are. She <laughs> <And that laughs> was always a her. And you know what, Demi? Change them as many times as you want, bitch. I don't care. I don't agree. We're gonna report on it every time. I don't agree. It takes like it takes away from the music. I don't even know what the songs are because I'm too caught up in is it they, her, him, he. But you're she. not a fan of her anyway, so you wouldn't. I mean, I'm not not a fan. I mean, I used to at least entertain the idea of listening sure. to some Demi okay. Lovato music. 
I'm turned off. Really? I'm not her demographic. That's fine. She could care less. But I'm turned off because it's like you're doing too much. Yeah. You're doing way too much. I'm not doing this with you. You are a woman. You presented as a woman. And again, I know people will be up in arms. It's about respect. I get it. But like you can't keep flip flopping back and forth. Yeah, there's definitely a case. It's fatigue. To be made for that. Yeah, it's pronoun fatigue. It's also a little bit of like, um, you know, it, it kind of there's an argument to be made. I'm not saying whether or not this is what I believe. There is an argument to be made about like the more that you do this, the more it kind of dilutes you're trivializing the purpose, it. Yeah, of when trivi- other people you're trivializing do it. it. Um, and there were even when she came out the first time to change the pronouns the first time, uh, there were a lo- there was a lot of discussion as to like. Mm, is this legitimate what yeah and that's sad because but that's kind of where it is when you keep doing this and 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 you know like i said it could it could dilute i personally don't care i'm here for the chaos i'm here for it i just think people who truly are dealing with gender identity and really trying to feel secure in what people are calling them i would hope they would take more time and space and like and take it more seriously to say this is truly who I am and like here's what I want you to call me and I've thought about this this is true yeah instead of like this is what I want to be today because and she said something like I feel more feminine okay (laughs) yeah Yeah, she did there's days where like I ain't the bell of the ball like I wake up and I look in the mirror and I'm like, you do not look that cute today. You are not giving. If we're femme. recording, I am a thousand percent wearing an oversized sweatshirt <laughs> and a baseball hat. Right. I'm not coming and in here. <laughs> I don't care. It's like, yeah. this is all I have to give you. Right. Do you need to call me they on that day? No, of course not. Anyway, but, I'm not going to go down the road. Yeah, it's like it's a complicated discussion. It's but very complicated. Anyway, we've and I'm talked not about Demi Lovato for no, nor am I. But we've <laughs> talked about Demi. I am almost an authority on Demi Lovato. And we have talked yes, about her are. a lot. So All right. thought I'd give you an update. Thanks for the update. So uh, fun news. Oh, what? shit. I guess I should read a review. We have another one. Girl, we have like a bunch. I don't yeah. know if you know this, but we had a giveaway. <laughs> did we yeah we did i (laughs) I don't know no one i don't even remember i know um okay so big news the winner of this giveaway is prrd78 is the username uh we've already been contacted on um instagram so thank you so much for leaving the review we really appreciate it um and i'm going to read another review from nd hines That person says, they, them say, as a geriatric millennial, I feel like I get that happy medium analog girl in a digital world vibe from this podcast. I'm here for it all. I love that review. Thank you so much. That's Erica Badu verse, by the way. Oh, is it? Yes, it is. Okay. Who is that again? N.D. Hines. Thanks, N.D. Hines. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. If you want to hear your review on the podcast... Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. You can tell us how we're not wrong or how we are wrong. And we will read it out loud no matter what you said. See you guys.